Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. All right, thank you so much for listening to this commentary episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. I am Jordan, and I am the GM, and we've pretty much just wrapped up our first session in our new campaign. Guys, we came up with a title um, during the off time. Would you guys, Johnny, would you mind sharing that with us? The title we came up with is The Angel's Guard. The Angel's Guard, yes. So I knew it was something. I thought it was like Guardian Angels or something. (laughs) So I didn't want to mess that up. I knew you had written it down. Um, So yeah, there was a lot of good good stuff that happened. A lot of unexpected twists and turns today. Uh, the whole escape from Dincham House was completely off the cuff. So, yeah. getting captured was off the cuff. Getting captured was a bit of a mercy from the GM. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because otherwise we'd be dead. Uh, yeah. Everybody would be lying there. Four just... new characters, please. Yes. Yeah. It's like, well, we're not going to air those episodes. It's time to. Well, honestly, I just I made this a little too, a little too powerful. I I don't think it would have been that bad, except that. I was rolling exceptionally, and all four of you were having a bad day yeah. with the dice. Yes. Well, so. I'm always having a bad day with the dice, but that's beside the that's point. A, that's a normal day for, for Jeff. It's a <laughs> yeah. bad day for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> so just, uh, just, to go over, um, just to go over this stuff, one thing that I wanted to ask for your input on is, um, what was one thing that stood out to, to you guys that happened in the game? Jeremy, you always have something. Um, stood out to me just because of um, my character Grayson and his, what well, sort of his side quests or what his personality lends him to focus on, mm-hmm. um, was the when you mentioned when Cyril sort of let slip that um, oh Dencham House Dencham House yeah um, he has a thing for the Queen which they're actually opposing churches yeah so that could be a nice bit of dirt Mm -hmm. and secret to hold over somebody Mm -hmm. so it was interesting to say that uh i mean i think just said his character was quite upset about how things went oh yeah and in opposition to that um grayson is probably just like looking at his chops that it's like ooh, i got all this new information now yeah. yeah, things didn't go according to plan, but guess what? That's a good thing, because all this extra stuff happened that he has can use now. Uh, that one guy just gave so much yeah. useful information in three sentences. I was like, I like this kid. Yeah. He talks a lot. Yeah, Cyril, <laughs> he, he, he thinks he's on the up and up, that he's going places in the world, but he's not the... He, well, first off, he came down to gloat. You know, and to, and to look, look at someone who he doesn't really like and say, ha, 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 look at you. And, yeah, he was he was archer number three. I don't know how that kid became such a crack shot. 
But man, <laughs> he's gonna shot us all. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be an archer number two. That that took out in one shot. <laughs> well, then he would be dead. Well, then as half my goal is accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> Cyril's gonna come back. Yeah, I like haunting you guys with uh, with side characters and everything like that. So That's, yeah, you do. It it makes the story. So Jeff, what was one thing that stood out to you about uh, what happened in the game? There, there was one thing that. I wanted to do, but I. It turned out okay that it didn't happen that way. Uh, was uh, when, when Mike's character uh, Valentine went yeah. up to question the kid who was hurt in the in the robbery. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask if he recognized any of the people, but we we ended up finding out who it was. And yeah, thank you for that, Jordan. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I was definitely in the midst of the the battle that we had. I was every time I was, we were going. I was like, all right, we gotta leave one of them alive. We gotta leave. We gotta leave one of us alive, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty That's much insane. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if you had done a bit of a better investigation check on the prayer book, if you had like opened it up to the first page, the crest for Dencham House was on the first page of the book. Well, I did open it up and start. But you you were flip like yeah, so okay. you were kind of like in the middle of the book from the way you had described it. Okay. So, and also I don't think your role was quite that good. No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> I'm also kind of mad at myself because if I were actually this character. I would have went to that site a lot more cautious, being looking around for yeah. an ambush, because the only reason that they were back was because they had dropped a Reman prayer book. Yeah, like one of the one of the highwaymen had actually dropped a very important. Yeah, and learning that even though we were unconscious, yeah, all four of us were unconscious. Learning that out of game, yeah, was like oh, big puzzle piece. Yeah, no, well, I knew that was a Reman prayer book. Right. Yeah. Determine that right yeah. before the ambush. But you didn't know who it belonged to. No, I did not so, know who it belonged to yet. Yeah, all the pieces kind of fit together for that, which was pretty fun. How about you, Mike? Was there anything that stood out for you in the game? Um, not so much any particular scenes, but it's always kind of interesting how the luck of the dice roll can drastically alter the storyline <laughs> of where you're going in the game. Yes. Because yes. I had Valentine. I had a lot of different uh, goals set for him throughout this campaign that with those dice rolls, like, all right, well, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'm definitely not doing that. I just hope now I stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I was looking, like, is it just me? And I'm realizing, no, wait, we're all kind of incapacitated here. Yeah. We're no. all pretty down. Yeah, no. It, my dice were streaky today. I had, like, three or four sixes on my wild die. So that that really hurt the party in a, the long run. I should have probably stopped at maybe three three archers and one swordsman rather than four archers and two swordsmen. But this system is so unbalanced anyway. It was like, yeah, they'll probably take these all down with no problems anyway. So I'm just glad that we don't go with the, uh, the static. Yeah, static would have would have brutalized you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have cut that a lot shorter. Well, isn't there something in there in the book um, that if you decide to just... You can decide to... I'm just going to purely dodge. Yes. That adds that, 10. Mm-hmm. And then that just means you don't get a next action. That yeah. Means you, yeah. You don't get an yeah. attack. Yeah, so there's the full dodge. Yeah. Uh, the character does nothing except dodge until his next turn. Roll dodge, add 10, and apply range and cover as usual. 
this result is useful against any number of attacks. So, like, if you chose to only dodge for your action, then you would have been almost unstoppable. Like, no one would have hit you, but you wouldn't have hit anybody else either. Yeah, until someone stopped shooting at you. And right. You could have a turn. <laughs> yeah, or you didn't exactly. have to dodge. Mm-hmm. So. So, I did know that with the with the way that the archers were, were going, I knew it was going to be a bit of a death box. Uh, but I didn't know it was going to be that severe of one. <laughs> yeah, I th- originally thought from the description that they were all on one ridge. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's what all of us yeah. thought. Uh, that they were all on one ridge. I should have described that a little better. But yeah, I, I had the idea that it was two on one side and two on the other. And they were both they were all for firing in. Because if they were all on one ridge, what I would have tried to do, and it would again have been super hard to do, was, especially since the three of the other player characters were engaged with swordsmen swordsmen yeah. i was going to try and teleport myself behind them yeah and then just pick them off from behind yeah yeah yeah. um which is another thing that i mean i don't know if you could you could probably tell by the roles and we talked about all of it magic is super hard to use <laughs> it is really, it's super really hard, hard like, so you gotta use your character points to boost up your skills well, we learned that when we were playing Terra Proximus, that well, magic was really hard to use. Yeah. But the, the, the spells that Grayson has, three, he has four. Three of the four are very difficult or heroic yeah. for just to succeed with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So It's like, if you're going to build a magical character in this system, you have to focus completely on magic and like put no dice in anything else. It was, right. it was the same way with the uh, old... West End games, uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Like, if, if you were going to be Jedi, a Jedi, you had to put everything in your Jedi, otherwise your Jedi couldn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. So, Johnny, um, was there one thing that stood out to you about what happened in the game? Well, what stood out to me is, uh, I guess the Hound. The Hound was amazing. The dog, <laughs> that was just Stupid something that dog. was... Because it just kept coming, and the guards just paid no attention to it at all. If it was a properly trained Hound... They would have had somebody with it. Well, not necessarily had somebody with it, but if it starts baying like that and takes off, then they know there's something going on. But apparently that dog does that kind of thing, so it wasn't properly trained. Right. But it was very strong. Yeah. I mean, the dog only had like 2D in in all of his skill, so he shouldn't have been as badass as he was, but... Uh, There there was another thing that... But now I need a new coat. That really stood out to me, though, was uh, when we were escaping... We were making a lot of noise, and we were, I, we didn't try to be stealthy super stealthy until we were trying to get the door out of its place and yeah. escape the room itself. And then when we were wandering through the halls, we saw absolutely nobody. That's because everybody was in the worship service. Yeah. It was mandatory for them all to be there. Yeah. Ah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still like so eerily empty that I was like, something terrible is going to happen. We will die. Yeah. Yeah. It was close, too. Surprisingly. But, yeah, the the dog actually worked a lot better than I thought it was going to. Because I thought it was just going to be, like, something to help speed things up. But then, Mike, <laughs> those dice hate you, man. Oh, they hated me with a passion today. Like, they, they kind of were picking on all of us. But, man, they are just like, it's you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're you just going to be cannot run. <laughs> yeah, 
And you can't really like use charisma on a dog like good puppy. He's like no. I, I was like you know like I was trying to think this might be my last ditch effort. It's crazy and off the walls. It it sounds like maybe it might work. I was like it would have been great if it did, but man. Yeah. It, it just wasn't in the cards because the dog was so vicious. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next session. Now, do you have like a, like a scene that you would like to see? Someone you would like to interact with? Like a piece of imagery that flashes in your mind that would be really cool to see in the next game? It's like, is there somebody you want to explore in a little bit more detail? Like what's going on? Like maybe would you like to go talk to Will Cooper again or uh, talk to Lord Am- to Master Ambrose? Or Well, my question is uh, with the information that we gathered, uh, would they, would the royal guard or military be able to go and seize Denchum. the Denchum estates and search for the gears? They, Not for the gears, but they could go in there just off the uh, the worship. Yeah, um, the worship, the the Reman Church that's are, uh, operating there could cause a problem for them. But it just depends on how Walsham wants to handle things. Yeah, my estimation is that he he sees like the worship of a of a splinter group as small potatoes compared to what's actually happening. Well, but see, it's also the connection to the uh, carriage because we did find the book there. Right, exactly. So you know that there there's something going on with this, but you're talking about something that is a bigger than someone just stealing something so yes. you got to kind of play it out to see where things yeah. are going most likely from my jamming yeah. thoughts from that most likely would be something like oh yeah that's a way we can get in there but we need to have more information so we know exactly where the gears are so that when we go in there we can just get them and get out rather than drawing attention to hey we're looking for these gears right exactly well one thought we could do off the top of my head is uh, get the army to go in because of the worship and, and use that as a distraction while we search the grounds. If they're not there, then that could be a ho- horrible tip-off. Yep. Could be, yeah. So, just some things to think about. Okay, so, points. We're going to go ahead and give everybody points. Oh, and... question. Yes, sir. And this was happening in-game last episode. In my note to Cyril, I used my quote. Does that count? No. No. Okay. I noticed that, and I was like, "Does he get the point for it?" I was hoping because, oh, let me before we give out here points. Mm -hmm. I think this is the session, even like Terra Proximus, where the most hero points were spent in one session. Yeah. I know. I yeah. There was a lot. Two hero points, in addition to the three. Yeah. And I burned through all of them, so I spent five hero points. Yeah. And just like that never happens. No, I spent. I spent three of them. Yeah. Jeff got an extra one. Jeff got an I got extra an extra one. one at the beginning of our session here, and yeah, then Jeff got another one something. later on. So yeah. I got two extra ones. So I used three. Yeah, I used five. I didn't use any. Of course, Johnny. Johnny <laughs> never uses hero points. So we'll say because... Mike used a couple as well. Because yeah, the, like, the, the, the game seemed to require seat. them. Oh, it did. Uh, so yeah. this time around, for this session... For Terra Proximus, because it was a horror setting, I used the idea of if you burn it, it's completely gone until you can figure out a way to refresh it. This game, it seems like you're... It's not a horror game. It's more of a adventure game. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a different tone. Uh, and also, it's not as 
you're not supposed to die as quickly. You know, it's, 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 yeah, we they kind of die very quickly in, in a horror game. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and let you all refresh your hero points up to three points uh, for the beginning of each game. Uh, so yeah, just go ahead and make a quick note of that. In terms of points from me, I remember when we were doing Terra Proximus, I only gave out what four points, five points each, something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's going to be it was like four. Yeah. Yeah, it was really stingy. Um, again, in keeping in the spirit of this game and trying to get you guys to advance and everything, I'm going to go ahead and award you ten points each. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, that's a lot of points. That is a lot. Just write yeah. 10, uh, <laughs> ten character CP. points. Because how you use them is... To boost your different To skills. boost, yeah. <clears throat> this will help you guys grow so and get a lot faster. I only need... Uh, I can boost my magic. From I only need games. 60 more points and I can boost my mic. Yes. Well, yeah, because <laughs> you need to times... T- times 10. Times 10. Well, yeah, I know. So um, let's go ahead and ask um, our normal questions. So who do you think had the best role playing? I thought Mike did a pretty good job, like getting the information from from Cooper, and he also had uh, some good moments, like role playing out how he was falling to the ground. And <laughs> I, I like to always be a little, not I guess like over dramatic with the characters, just to add a little fun and quirkiness to the game. I don't know. I think I think Jeremy did a, a pretty yeah. good job, kind of getting us all like, out of those jams. Well. Getting inside of yeah. James, but focusing on the way his character is, mm-hmm. yeah, and how he would respond to certain situations, <laughs> like when he tried to go invisible at the uh, at the uh, like in the in the privy. Yeah, when he was headed to the privy and tried to go invisible, he's like, "Try, nope, I'm good. Let's go." <laughs> well, that was a poop that came out. Not. A- <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if I go to the bathroom? I mean, I thought Johnny's character, this is sort of a a funny moment when we were trying to figure out how to get to the north side of the the town. Johnny's character in character is like, let's go on the rooftops. (laughs) Um, And everybody else is like, what? What? No. (laughs) Why would you do that? Yeah, the fastest way across town. I honestly, I expected you like when when I gave you a chimney, I expected you to go well. <laughs> I thought about it. Chimney, I did think about it, just, but just, right up they would not be able to get up there. You know, but you could have like yelled down directions to them or something. I did think about it. Oh yeah, that would have been good. But I did use the chimney to establish where we were in the building. Yes. I did. I did like that. That too. was really yeah. good. Yeah. So that was really good. So. I was going to say, I definitely did uh, enjoy the quirkiness of Byram's just infatuation with chimneys. Like, ooh, is there a chimney here? Hello! It's like, it's, it's what I do. It's, it's what you do, but it's just like, it's all, it's like basically like, a, like a gnome fashion. to a shoe, you know? Listen, uh, Jeremy made a comment, this is a spy. I'm not a spy. A spy is third in my life. Yeah. <laughs> chimneys, theater, thin spy. Then espionage. Yeah, did I say, I think I said that off off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like out of the all of our four characters, everywhere other character is trying to be someone else. Like trying to be a watchmaker, clockmaker, trying to be a chimney sweep, trying to be an actor. And Grayson is just like, Yeah, I deal with information. Yeah. Yeah. That's who I am. You're like a young James Bond type of character. Yeah. 
So I get recruited as a spy just because I interact with so many different levels of people. Right, because you have you have so many social contacts. Yes. So okay. it, it seems like it's a tough call for My you vote it would be for Johnny. Johnny? Yeah. My vote's for Jeremy. Yeah, I my vote is for Jeremy as well. The same for Jeremy. Start for Jeremy? Okay. Uh, Sweet. We'll go ahead and give Jeremy an extra point. Uh, real quick, there there's one thing that we didn't do that my character, that I, for my character, really wanted him to do was have time to sit down and, like, map out what we are going to do and how much time it was going to take it. All these things. I want I want my character to be, like, very intricate on all these things. So you want to really plan out how I can screw you over. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, be sure to bring a list of how and why, where I can mess your we, life up. We can say time. that... <laughs> Jeff, here's how you do that. You write your plans down mm-hmm. and then pass them out between the four of us. So we know what the plans yes. are, but Jordan does not. But that ruins the podcast. Oh, no, it won't. No, it would it still won't. get screwed up royally. <laughs> it would still get screwed so up You will royally. still mess it up, but now it's not quite so easy for you to mess it up. <laughs> you guys know. It'll get messed up in one Jordan, or two ways as opposed to you're 50. playing with. Yes. Look, guys. I mess myself up all the time. I know you do, but what I do to you guys, I do out of love. <laughs> I do out of love because I... Hair. And I know that you guys really don't want it easy. Really. Maybe Mike does because he's new, but he'll learn. See, if we were tied if uh, we were we'll see. in the main house of the building, mm-hmm. I would have used my architecture knowledge to map out where we were, like the layout of the house. Okay. But since we were in the side house, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. So who do you think advanced their character the most? I know it wasn't a very big character-driven episode at this point. But there was a lot of stuff that happened that were small character moments and everything like that. Well, let's recap the things that happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because Johnny had his apprenticeship uh, overseeing with Toad. Yeah. Uh, He had several moments of that. Uh, Jeremy had his interaction with his... Enemy. His love's Mm -hmm. older brother, his his mortal enemy at this point. I would have to say towards Grayson's goal, that was a big step in Grayson's goal because he now has more dirt yeah. Yeah. on Cyril. Uh, for Demetrius, we he lost some of his items, so he now has to work harder yeah. to get to some of his goals. And then uh, Valentine, I, I don't remember what your goals were. So he's pretty he, much. He has a goal to get even with uh, his enemy Templeton. Yeah, who, um, yeah, we didn't we didn't encounter him at yeah. all. I wasn't yeah. even like I mentioned. Yeah, I don't think I I didn't really necessarily accomplish any of my goals per se. I had a few ideas of trying to get a few of those done, but the die <laughs> botches the dice worked screwed that right? up big yeah. time. <laughs> Though I did a, get part of one of mine uh, to serve, the, serve crown. the crown. Yeah, that's kind of a standard. You know, it's like game. a long-lasting through yeah, the game. Like, to do what? Serve to, the crown. To do my oh, best to serve oh, the crown. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, actually, actual character advancement, I think Jeremy's with the, the most just because of his interactions with, uh, what's his name? With Cyril? Yeah, yeah with Cyril. Cyril. I liked seeing Jeff get to interact with the with, with the, the master skill. Yeah, yeah that that, I, I like that too. Finding out he wasn't the best. Yeah. Yeah, which... It sort of is a step back from it. Yeah, his goals. But I just realized this. Jeff and I 
we have very similar characters, but like you went slightly like, different, like j- just out of phase from each other. Mm-hmm. So we have similar things, but what works for me doesn't work for you. Yeah, or what works for you doesn't work for me, even though we have some of the same yeah. like dealings and things yeah. like that. Like where you, oh, everything needs to be in order and everything has to go perfectly planned. If things go chaotically, that's good for me. Yeah. If things don't go chaotic, that's good for me. Well, and also, <laughs> one thing that I, I loved about your how your goals butted against each other, you have the goal of having the latest craving, mm-hmm. which is most likely something illegal. And he has the goal of not, not having get, getting caught with anything illegal. Yeah. So, from and we talked talk about this a little bit when we're talking about our characters, it seems like... The smuggling, our relationship as smugglers, is something that I roped you into. Yeah. Like I maybe came up to your your clock making shop and says, "Hey, I've got this stuff. Can you store it here for a week? And then I'll come in." And then I kept coming back to you <laughs> <laughs> to, to store that's, more. That's stuff. very possible. I mean, I I do have my dealings as a previous thief, which is one of my complications of skeletons in the closet. Right. Uh, I I would have. Sympathy towards the plight of the criminal, uh, but say is, I broached it to you. It's, oh, it's just this one-time thing. Yeah, just this one-time thing, and then through my persuasion. <laughs> this, I'm sorry, man, but I, I had to come back. You did such a great time last time. <laughs> yeah, I could see, I could see that happening. I, I don't really know how to play the the, the really gloomy, cynical kind of character, so it's. It's a challenge for me in doing that. I'm used to. You'll learn it. I'm used to either stoic or snarky type characters. No, I love. I love like you were like. I want to do something like a blacksmith, or maybe a shoesmith, or maybe a clockmaker. And I'm like, clockmaker? <laughs> huh? Perfect. So. Yeah, and I know the character is a little stretch for you. Yeah. Uh, well, I that's just I built the personality. the personality to be a challenge for myself. Yeah. No, but he's a. Um, I I think that he's got a lot of interesting stuff built into him. So. Mm-hmm. So voting time. Now that we've had a little bit of discussion. Well, it sounded like Jeremy had the most advancement of character. So. Yeah. Okay. So Jeremy again. Are you going to attempt to vote on snacks? We can. Uh, unfortunately, my bagels are out of the picture. <laughs> I mean, we could, and you could just give. Oh, uh, I could. Oh, that's happened before want. too. Yes, yeah. it has. I mean, I don't normally eat bagels and cream cheese often enough, so that was a good. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It's like Jackie it was, like, was. Oh yeah. My so. wife was like, here's a whole bunch of bagels left over from my swim meet. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> now I know what to bring to the game. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have time to make more jerky. Oh. I was thinking about that yesterday. He made, Johnny made jerky for the New Year's party. I was like, man, what do I, I if Johnny brings that jerky, it's it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny's going to win. <laughs> I don't know. Those those almonds were pretty the delicious. Almonds were really the good. almonds yes. were good. Yeah, so I found those at just the grocery store. There's the wasabi, wasabi soy sauce, almonds from that Blue Diamond. Blue Diamond makes a lot of good nut-based yeah, treats. Yeah. yeah, they do. So I brought beverages because... Because it's your Because we're here. Yes, I'm here <laughs> and I was trying to be a host. No, water, coffee, tea. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you, sir. 
So I vote bagels. Vote bagels. I vote wasabi. Wasabi. I vote wasabi too. Wasabi. I go for the wasabi because I'm not a fan of bagels. <laughs> all right. Well, Jeremy, you Jeremy racked up all on three of them. Yeah. Extra points. I vote meow mix. You you vote what? Meow mix. Chex mix. Chex mix. Meow mix. That's what we call it, is meow mix. Yeah, because yeah, uh, the original recipe, uh, it looks like cat food. The, looks like the, the original meow mix, like came in oh, a can. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And we used to keep it in a can. A meow mix can. A meow mix can. Oh. So, no, well, well, after it been it was, washed out. It like, well, I mean, just you walk into your house, you just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cat food. No, I thought you guys were civilized. Well, I should have known better. But, all right. <laughs> Mike, I hope you enjoyed your first session I with did. these guys. I did. I have ideas now. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. You know, honestly, it, it, characters, they say that plot doesn't survive contact with the players. <laughs> honestly, ca- characters don't survive initial expectations until first session of play. Yeah. You know, and then that really makes people start thinking about what's going on. Yeah, you have to, and, you yeah. have to get through the first couple of sessions to... Know who your character is, how you're playing it, how they interact with the world. Yeah, <laughs> I like that none of us have any strength. We all have, we all we all have oh, two we all got or less. Yeah, yeah, like, there was a I few guess, times I thought we were all just gonna die. I only need sixty <laughs> more character points. <laughs> we all built characters that are more of, hey, I'm gonna try and weasel my way out of this situation rather than fight my way. <laughs> I built yeah. my character just like a chimney sweep. <laughs> You built and your character I built, like you always built your character. My character that way was because it's not that's not something I had done before. Yeah. So I wanted to do I put that. a lot more in agility this time than I normally do. Alright, well I think we can call it good at this point. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, tune in next time when we continue on with uh, the adventures of the Guards of the Angels. The Angels Guard. The Angels Guard. That too. <laughs> that too. I'll need to write that down. Alright, have a good one everybody. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. Our cast is Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Mike, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs>